This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. In the neutral settlement of Garcia, Herodotus has found his way into the seedy back room of a gentleman's club during some illicit dealings. It would be bad enough that he had unwittingly brought the wraith monarch egg in his charge to such a perilous location. But worse still, having ingested some gold snuff he has blacked out entirely. Meanwhile, across town, Cleo and Dr. Z are completely oblivious to their compatriots' dangerous situation. Starring Dr. Z, a psychic jellyfish-like alien versed in the arts of hacking and medicine who pilots a robotic suit of armor. Cleo, the ursine explosives expert, an immense bipedal bear creature armed to the teeth and not adverse to risk-taking. And Herodotus, a decorated military officer dedicated to the imperial conquest of human civilization. Together they are the Backwater Bastards. My cat won't shut up. Right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the newest installation. It's the Black Water Bastards in Spain. It's Backwater Bastards in oh, That's fucking brilliant. That was a real nice one, actually. That should just be the title card forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like how it's changed octave. You know, I aim to please, and I'm uh, pleased to aim. <laughs> In there, did you have to hit your neck? He said his jowls. Yeah, I think he touched his neck there doing Ew, that. The- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of neck touching going on. That, that's a that's a cheek one. This one. Well. Now Zoidberg <laughs> is the popular one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone gather around Zoidberg. <laughs> in Spain, Herodotus blacked out in a in a strip club. Oh, straight to it. I like it. No intro. No nothing. Just bang into it. That's how it is, though. No recap, no nothing. We just, well, I like the foreplay as well. I want some. Some recap. of us just like to slam it. <laughs> and that person is Ricky. <laughs> he does not. Care I mean, he's going I feel in. like this. I feel like this counts as recap. You know, isn't it? Okay. It happened, I'm sorry. Happened, happened Ricky's last, like, it's, if week. it's enough for me, then it's plenty enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this counts, right? <laughs> he's, he's already slamming it in. He's like, this is. <laughs> This is enough, right? This is, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I oh, thought about it. So dirty. Surely surely oh. I get points for that. Uh, yeah. 
but I lack in girth, I make up for an enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who told you that, but they were lying. <laughs> Herodotus had blacked out Ooh. in the um, strip club and he left <laughs> the egg sitting on a heated cushion on the sofa in the back room. That's where we left him. <laughs> but uh, Cleo and Dr. Z have been uh, out shopping. Spending the oh night in the city. Arranged for the Grey Dragon to be completely overhauled and fixed, which it's got a lot of damage being done to Reese's it. Reese's uh, specifications. Yeah, as so well. like all, all of Reese's concerns will be dealt with, and particularly oh. a paint job, a fresh paint job, oh. is his top priority after fixing the damage. I cannot. Also, wait. Um, the right hand uh, gun turret is going to have a mm. little uh, exit port, Dr. Z, or to more make space various spacewalks. Yeah. And Cleo mm. purchased a, a cherry red, uh, like. <gasps> All-terrain right. rover. Yeah, baby. Your soccer mom is uh, loaded, loaded up with a no. portable turret in the in the trunk, and a, a, a suit of bear-sized armor with a parachute. Yeah, hell yeah. The two had just gone upstairs to uh, get some further uh, uh, consumables. Yeah. Reagents. Reagents. I was gonna say, yeah, that's a bit too fantasy. Yeah, jelly bombs, and then also more bomb kits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking, what you want? You want to get and like another? Another 50 of these bomb kits kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. Maybe not. And I would also like to roll for permission to buy something that I see in the consumables store that is essentially a box of oddities that I can reach into at times to make specialized bombs. (gasps) Or maybe I don't roll for that right now, but I roll every time I take something from it. It's literally like a big bag of junk that you found. Um, Yeah. That's brilliant. And I'm, I'm going to empty that, that into my bucket. <laughs> that's right, the and snack bucket. I'm keeping bucket. that bucket. Oh, that's why you asked yeah. for the snack bucket. Yeah. Oh, Taylor, you had a plan all along. I thought you were just being, you know, just a bit chaotic. A hoarder? Well, that happens too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is brilliant, though. I love you never it. fucking know. Did, and such did a cool Dr. Z need any, um, any goods? Well, I've spent all my money re- repairing the ship. I only have oh, this is true. Uh, like 400 credits left. Yeah, 400 credits left. Ooh. I mean, Maybe I should buy some med packs to give to him. I don't really need med packs. No? I have been eyeing up the whole time. You would be very well aware that I've been eyeing up the the sleek uh, militarized uh, DEET arm that you have because I've got a broken arm still. So I'm only operating at half capacity, and so I would really like I to be see. able to get that fitted. But so far, I'm just kind of like looking at it, and 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 more more really, I'm just kind of enjoying shopping with Cleo at the moment. She's been eating stuff. I've been putting dipping sauce in my fish bowl. <laughs> And, um, I love that. I want somebody to, to draw that shit. Upon the higher levels of this uh, big tech building, Cleo conveniently finds the munitions store where the beer armor is already uh, it's underway. She can see some Darks engineers working away at it on a desk. They're just converting armor for some other big bulky alien species, refitting it to Cleo's specifications and installing the parachute and such forth. You can sort of see they're scratching their heads, sort of arguing about the installation of the parachute because it's quite archaic technology. They're pretty sure they're getting it right. Cleo is actually easily able to find all her requirements. So she can pick up explosive kits, basically at five credits, uh, five credits a use. So how many are we thinking to go in there? Oh, I forgot how much money I have. You've got close to 2,000. You've got uh, 1,945. 2, okay, so if I have 1,945, then let's 
Yeah, I can definitely get 50 explosive kits. I'll update that in my little chart. And then Shazam. how much will the gel capsules cost? The gel capsules are going to be significantly more expensive. They're looking at um, about 100 credits a use. So these guys are just on shelf. There's a whole lot of ammo packs and add-ons for weapons. And the store is just loaded to bear. Like, there's, there's just big shelves, real sort of narrow corridors. That, I mean, they're narrow to Cleo anyway. Like, it's, she actually has to sort of, like, squeeze down and actually have to get Dr. Z to grab some of the things off the lower shelves because she can't actually bend over properly to get to them. No problem. <laughs> there's a wide array of pre-made explosives, but also just, like, explosive kits yeah, coming out of the arse, which to someone with her know-how probably more useful. But uh, among the pre-made explosives are these energy-absorbing gel grenades, basically, which uh, have many uses, but I mean, one, one of the best ones, obviously, is just to stop something from making a potentially lethal impact. So if someone's falling, boom, stop them. You know, like a, if a car's going to crash into you, boom, stop it. Wow, that's so useful. That's why they're so expensive. Oh, now would you look at these, Dr. Z? Ain't that nifty. I do like the colour. Really brings out your eyes, Cleo. Oh, oh, Dr. Z. Well, you say it like that. I mean, I I really ought to just... I wouldn't dwell on it, Cleo. I was just trying to make you feel nice. Oh, I really just... I really just ought to get a few. So Cleo spent uh, 250 on on explosive kits already. On explosive kits. So now I have 1695. So I could get... And these are 100... A piece? 100 a piece. I guess I could get like like six. And then I would still have 1,095. I mean, that seems feasible. All right. Lucky six. Lucky six. D- that's Dr. Z now. That is six times that, you know, we can trap something in jelly. <laughs> Look, we both Think know that, that the only thing being trapped in jelly is you falling from a great height. Well, that makes it even more worth it, baby. Now load up the cart. Yes, are we checking this in the bucket? <laughs> Alrighty. So 50 explosive kits, six jelly grenades. Six jelly grenades, absolutely. And and like just a, a bag of miscellaneous junk that she sort of finds uh, in the, the bargain bin by the counter. I eye that box of miscellaneous junk from across the way and you can see it like a fuse getting lit. And it's just sort of sitting on there and it says that everything's one credit each, everything inside it. I fucking love that. Yeah, so cool. It's just broken miscellaneous. <sighs> Taylor, you're going to need to make, or maybe we can do a shout out to our um, Twitter. We'll put this question up on Twitter, but uh, write down a miscellaneous item. For the box. We can put that next to each number. And then whenever you do this, you can roll a D100 and whatever number it lands on, it could be that item. That is pretty fantastic. That would be so cool. So everyone. 100 items. You bastards. We need 100 items. You need to go to our Twitter or Instagram. We're going to ask on there, reply with a random item of junk, and uh, and we'll put it into our little dice rolling uh, and I, tool. And Cleo will make a personalized bomb <laughs> yeah. out of your item. Yeah. You could be blown Every up by time. a fucking a Garcia, a Cleo de Cap. You never know. Oh, that would be fucking cool. Shop droid! Shop droid! Roaring up to the counter. I have a name, you know. Hey! Oh! How much for the whole box? The droid sort of looks at the box kind of appraisingly, leaning on the counter and then sort of looking back at Cleo. Yeah, you could tell he'd be pursing his lips if he had any, but as it is, there's just sort of like a little laser pointer thing where one of his scanning devices is sort of like taking stock of it. He's pretending that he's kind of considering this. He's affecting what a organic life form might do. 
as many of the droids in this station I want to do. I've just rolled a 14 hacking to try and uh, help Cleo get a good price on this. Yes. Well, you can see that the droid has already done all the math. Like he knows that there's, you know, 103 items in there and that they're each worth one credit each according to the sign. So really, you know, he shouldn't really knock it down to any more than 100. But then he's sort of looking at Cleo and sort of thinking that she would probably uh, see through that. Yeah, 100, it's, it's, it's a lot for what might amount to entirely junk. She's buying it sight unseen. And he knows damn well that a lot of what's in there needs a lot of work. So he's, he's leaning towards 80 credit kind of point. Is that what my role helps with? Yeah, so that's that's what you've, you you can tell is sort of going through his little click-clacking brain. Okay, well, Cleo was ready to pay more than that, so consider it wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> no haggling with Cleo. <laughs> that's it. I'm not even going to fuck with that. He looks uh, looks at it as a 80 credits for the lot. Oh, Dr. Z, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Now I know it don't look like much. Yes, Cleo, it seems you're a master of negotiation. What an amazing price you've got well, there. I think, you know, it's my imposing presence, really. I mean, a beautiful lady walks into a joint. It is imposing. And that's just the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's the end of it. But now, I know what you're thinking, Cleo. Stop throwing your money into a drain. <laughs> but everything in this box, to a discerning artist like myself, you just never know. Cleo, can I you remind you know. that we've been living month to month for as long as we've been together? So throw the money in the drain. <laughs> I mean, she just bought a fucking, like, shiny red car. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, There's a reason the, why we're the, always the box, trying to find new jobs, because we're just box, always spending our money. Barely registers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dr. Z, this, is, this might be the thing that makes it all back. Mm-hmm. Now, just... You, you, you wait. I'll record this for prosperity. Shopkeep, load it on up into this bucket. Load it on up. We'll have it. The droid sort of looks uneasily and then it sort of upends the bargain bin into the bucket. The bucket's now heaving with a miscellaneous device. Sizz. It's a brilliant purchase. Now, Shopkeep, uh, we have a human friend who would like to see me dressed in more appropriate attire. What suggestions can you make for me? <laughs> I'm hoping that maybe there's a second-hand kind of thrift store element in this shop that I could go and just grab a, a shirt or something or whatever you think. <laughs> I'm reckoning like a um, like an army surplus. Mm. I really <laughs> want to impress Herodotus. You know, he he, he told me I needed to to uh, yeah to to look cooler. So at the moment, I'm just a literally a bowl in a mechanical suit of armor robot. So a cape. Yeah, I would like to look cooler. Yes. Yes. I can see why you might want to change that. A tracksuit. What do you mean by that? The, the droid nods and points across the way, and there's sort of like a glass tube with the elevator in it. The brought you up here, but on the other side, you can vaguely see some other store over there. It says, that's where a lot of the, the hip young droids are buying their outerwear. I am sure you will find something suitable. Mm, thank you very much. Each and them. Cleo, do you mind dressing this? Jellyfish? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's treat yourself today, my friend. Let's head on over. I got my box. We about to get you a, you know, a, like some kind of, kind of like plastic, <laughs> plastic <laughs> bag to put on yourself. Look real nice. Oh, or whatever. You say so. Maybe like a slinky. Hmm. Over the arm could look very nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and as, uh, as Cleo and Dr. Z make their way around to the other side of, of the elevator tube to uh, what is clearly like sort of it's a big 
just a big like ragged secondhand clothing store it's got a lot of army surplus a lot of what looks like traditional wraith equipment that perhaps the defectors from the wraith nations who've come here have sold off all the stuff but then the droids have really affected a taste for it so it's uh quite um, like rustic military gear. They've got a lot of leathers and a lot of roughly thrown together long coats and the sort that sort of thing. A lot of them they've got multiple armholes, three or four mm-hmm. sleeves because uh, wraiths are known to grow an additional limb. But there's, there's some two-limbed ones. And after, after a short wait, Cleo's armor is also complete. It's quite a heavy padded armor. It seems to be um, made of solid segments. It definitely is going to absorb all kinds of energy fire and so on in fact it will remove one point of damage from every individual source that she takes damage from oh amazing oh my god i'm on my way to becoming op as hell mm, i don't think op you're still got to play your character and nope. i think you are the worst enemy nope. to yourself i have a mobile turret and a car okay bitch <laughs> okay bitch <laughs> Beautiful. I'll drop a jelly caplet on you. Watch out. Mm-hmm. And it's got quite a big, bulky section where they've clearly mounted the parachute. One of the, the dark sort of briefly goes, I oh, see, so you see here, got a little, little flip thing. You can flip it over and there's a button underneath, a little red button. That's what activate the, uh, the parachute. Well, Cleo, better get used to that button. Don't forget it. Oh, I won't. I especially won't. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> 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 how hard is it to get into it? <laughs> yeah, how does a bear dress themselves in like a sort of a big one-piece armored suit? You need like a squire. I mean, this, I don't even think that could help. I'm sure Reese <laughs> can help you. I'm sure Reese can do some like some little arms pop out somewhere and help you. <laughs> Meanwhile, across town, Herodotus is slowly waking from his drug-fueled haze. <laughs> you got your majesty. I'm <laughs> your majesty. <laughs> what is this? Hello? Hello? Uh, should I roll for, for oh, okay, perception? Yeah, and see what I see around me, maybe. <laughs> Straight to it. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, uh, I'm in it to win it. Been on drugs before. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name of the game. Eleven. That's perfectly average. Um, <laughs> I like that idea that when you come off drugs, the first thing you do is, as a seasoned drug taker is roll a d20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. <laughs> no broken bones, no yeah. nothing. I can still roll my dice. <laughs> rolled out a healthy 11. Ooh, um, nice. As Herodotus' vision sort of slowly from a pinprick opens back out, and as he still quite sort of shaky and not quite himself comes to he realizes that he's laying prostate prostate Wait, prostrate he's <laughs> laying <laughs> prone prone oh god what happened to my prostate <laughs> <laughs> that is something that happens when you do too many drugs in the middle of the discord the field they've taken it in the middle of the sports field all right <laughs> So where am I compared to the the like do 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 I know where the bar is compared to where I am? Yeah, well, you you came through this field to get there in the first place. It was just sort of back over the field again. You're not super far, but it's n- certainly not where you passed out. All right, yeah. So but so I can I can see the the place from there. Yeah, you can see the place from there. It's uh it's still operating, right. still open. There's still a um a hulking uh, doorman droid out front, highly militarized, <laughs> about eight foot tall. 
This is highly unusual. Hey, uh, what to do? What to do? What to do? Violence. That is what to do. <laughs> Very good. Does that have all my weapons on me? Yeah, um, as, as a quick sort of ch- check of the gear, Herodotus is uh, he's still fully armed. He did leave his, um, his big um, mortar gun back at the ship, but he still has his pistol and his, uh, and his, his zappy stick. But there is a big gaping empty pocket in his jacket where he was stowing the egg. <gasps> oh, my God. The ovum. They've taken it. I hope for the future. My ticket to quits. This is going to demand a higher caliber than what I'm carrying at the moment. How far back to the ship? Uh, it's not not mega far. <laughs> All right, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm ahead in that direction. I gotta make a little <laughs> pickup before uh, before b- 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 before before getting f- frisky. I think. All right. <laughs> so um, making his way back to the ship, Herodotus um, walking fast, faces past, and he's homebound. Is <laughs> <laughs> is. His, his ship bound <laughs> yeah, yeah. limps, limps shakily through. It's, it's it's almost like sort of a, like a scrubby wasteland. It's, it's desert like, you know, the, the rock with scrub kind of part of the planet. But heading towards the populated robot side where the other bastards are. But he he makes his way back to the docking station and okay to the specific little barn shaped building where the Grey Dragon is parked. Mm-hmm. And I proceed to go on board the ship and uh, ooh, computer. Computer. Yes, Herodotus. How far away are the miscreants? They are five kilometers due west of our location. Five kilometers? How on <laughs> earth am I supposed to convert that into anything useful? What do I look like? Non-imperial? <laughs> we shall have to take this into our own hands. Now. It is 3.10686868. Recurring miles, Herodotus. Miles. Oh, the noble sound of old earth. No, this assault upon the premises shall have to be undertaken by your Strugi alone. Noble embattled. The world against me. Very well. I don't suppose you have any uh, martial capabilities you could vendor at my service, do you? <laughs> I require repairs, Herodotus. I will wait here. Please be safe. <laughs> I can make no such promises. However, I can promise glory, blood, guts. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> oh, dear. Not even waiting for a reply. Herodotus makes his way outside with and, and, and uh, pack, packs up his little field gun, preparing his uh, his assault. And as really he marches bad. off, he... he Rambo. Uh, he, he he recites some some uh, British, some some very British inspired imperial uh, nonsense, probably some Rudyard Kipling or something. <laughs> something something terribly ill advised. I feel like we need an actual reading at that point. Well, um, I don't know. Upon the strands of Zanzibar, we've come to play our lives upon the chessboard of destiny. Into the breach, he said, and we follow upon the bloodstained boards of mine cannon and dirt. And again and again, until no life returned from the front and all is but ash and darkness. And then glory and death. <laughs> well, 
So Herodotus making his way with like a, an awkward limping gait, thoroughly armed with uh, plenty of weaponry, drags his way back out to the, uh, the gentleman's club mm-hmm. out in the, out in the, the wasteland. And just 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 to double check, there is a rem- there was not a remote control for the cannon. Yeah, there's a remote control for the cannon. Right. Okay. So going back to the field, I set up the cannon and to the best of my abilities. Okay, so you set it up with, within range of the um of the the bar. Yes. Yes. Is there any way? For, I mean, this is an artillery piece. Is there any way for me to like calculate out the shot so that I can be very accurate with it? Or do I have to kind of just roll for it and hope for the best? Like aiming is one thing, but this would be like calculating out an, an, an arcing shot kind of thing. Yeah, maybe Um, let's say you can um, you can like pre-roll. That sounds fun. It's like a, yeah, um, oh, how am I going like, to, I got I to set a precedent here now. You can roll like a d6 and that is how many times you can attempt a weapon roll, then the best one would be your calculation that is now set up, ready to lock and load, and you can just have that number. All right. Two. Two. Shit. Oh, no. (laughs) Should I I have made it bigger than a D6? No, a D6 is very generous. Yeah, that's fine. Because it could have been six. It could have been six, yeah. All right, so Herodotus is a little shaky on the old old calibration, uh, and the, and the, the gun having recently come out of zero g is a is a, is, a, is a little warped and weird but he figures you know the old methods of the regiment never failed before except that one time and sophalia four but yeah we don't talk about that much anyway <laughs> so he, set, he, sets up, he sets up the cannon to to sort of aim to the left of the main entrance kind of opposite of the door for where the droid is standing and he grabs the remote and he walks towards the club very sort of John, John Wayne style. Doodle-doo-doo. <laughs> Alright, so Herodotus, as he starts closing in on the on the droid, he, he hails it. You, Yokul, hearken to me. Hey, 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 uh, hello. What is your name, electronic peasant? <laughs> peasant, I, I, my name is ZBZB. ZBZB, says you. It will simply not do. What if I call you Dilbert? <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem to be wasting my bloody time. Now, Dilbert, how are you set for honor? Well, uh, excuse me? Maybe this will uh, 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 grease your proverbial tongue, he says, and sort of holds up the remote control, clicks the button, and fires up a shot. Hopefully to scare the living shit out of this droid. So, <laughs> he might hit himself. Uh, yeah, very, very, very possible. Oh my god, okay, what's so happening? Yeah. So, so D20. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling me a D20. That's a 10, and I could, I could roll it twice, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> two tens. No. Two tens. Good news is, like in this scenario, like a ten is good enough. It's definitely shot at the area that he's aiming for. Great. Okay. So, so, so without even looking at the explosion that blows out from next to the next to the door that the robot is standing on the other side of, he goes, "How are you set for honor? Ooh. I have been wronged." Befouled by the yonder establishment, and I need to have my satisfaction now. Will you aid in my quest, or will you stand in my way, be a villain in this story, and have yourself on the wrong side of this little tickler? He says as he holds up his old baton. 
<laughs> the, um, the, the robot, e- though he's like standing, you know, over two feet taller than uh, than Herodotus, and his thick armor all over his body and multiple weapons ready to protrude. He is actually. Should, should I roll for intimidate or something? I feel like you're already intimidated. I, he's, he is thoroughly intimidated, but you could um you could roll for like an additional. Uh, all right, so I totally failed that shit. He's intimidated by the gun fire, but uh, the, yeah, your attempts to intimidate him don't do anything further. <laughs> <laughs> just his his ears are a bit still shot out. <laughs> he's just like he's ee- he's much more worried about the fact that you've apparently got a, like a you know like a remote control cannon pointed at him somewhere. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and he's yeah, so he's, he's he's cowering like he's got his hand you know protecting his face. You can tell like despite how powerful and like built to fight this droid is, he is a coward. Mm-mm. There's something familiar about you. Now, Dilbert, what would you say is the most vulnerable point of entry for this here building? V- v- vulnerable? What? I guess the store here? Mm, very well. Then we shall mount a charge. You, being my faithful squire, shall enter first, and then to mount the coup de grace, I shall follow wielding my truncheon with great abandon and heroic uh, airs. But, but, what, what are we doing? They've stolen my egg, Dilbert. My egg, do you understand? Not really. Probably for the best. Will you go with me, <laughs> Dilbert, into this grim good night, or shall I have to vanquish you and go without Squire? <laughs> <laughs> Dilbert is, uh, I guess I'm going to call him Dilbert now. <laughs> he's Dilbert's he's a great caught name. up by the uh, by the, I guess the, the sort of the romance and drama of the situation, he doesn't have a clue what's going on, but he knows for sure that he's not going to stand in Herodotus's way. So, for lack of a better option, he throws open the door and plods inside. Oh my god! This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. But across town, Dr. Z and Cleo made their way across to the other side of the store where um, where Cleo has been perusing various secondhand clothing for Dr. Z to perhaps redefine his look. Now, Cleo, I'd either be interested in some type of jacket or a hat. I'm not interested in doing the full apparel ensemble, as they say. Just something. Oh, what about both? What about both? No, Cleo. What I, about both? No. No, I'm going to do one or the other, and that's that. You gotta protect yourself, though, Doctor Z. You gotta protect yourself from, you know, from. Cleo, I have shields. They've saved your ass more than a few times. Well, yeah, yeah, but you don't know what kind of atmosphere that we might find ourselves traveling through. What's that know? hat you've got in your hand right now, Cleo? Well, now that I don't think that's very you, but now this, this is you. Look, now, just, just try, can. Will you try it on? I'll try it on, but only if you tell me while I'm wearing it why it's me. 
and I'll, I'll grab it and, and put it on my head. I'll put it on the fish on top of the fishbowl. What kind of hat are you like envisioning for yourself? Because if you don't know, I'm gonna make one up. Yeah, I'm I'm in your hands. <laughs> okay, Cleo has selected like a very, very puffed up, like comically oversized beret with like a pin on it. Ooh. <laughs> with a tassel. Yeah. Like a little baby tassel. Yeah. Coming off of the pin. What color is it? Um, like at first I was kind of envisioning like an olive number, mm. but maybe it's like black felt. Ooh, I'm into the black felt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, like a puffed like up black felt military beret. Mm, love it. With like a pin. Yeah. And the pin is like, like. Like a deep red? Medium coin sized. Mm. Can it be a deep red? And I don't want to just go with a star. The pin, yeah, it's like, but there's like a gold accent too, Ooh, I think. Ooh, into it. And like a little tiny, like red tassel. It's got a tassel. Like a little tassel hanging off of the pin. All right, I'm very into it as a uh, as the as 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 Daniel, but as Doctor Z, I'll say, does this work? Just <laughs> <laughs> this hat sitting on top Look of the fishbowl. Obviously, that's a mark of importance. Yes. Does it bring out around a little bit? Does it bring out my features? Does it ever? Yes. Incredible. Mm. That's a hat of an important, of an important. You know, whatever whatever it is that you are. <laughs> now, Cleo, I find that very insulting. I've told you many times. Well, listen now. You know, you're not a you're not a regular kind of guy. Hmm. Does it come with an you're elastic special. band so that I can keep it on top? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you're not just gonna you like double sided tape it you on or something? <laughs> no, I want an elastic band. <laughs> we'll make them put an elastic band. Very well. If you believe that this will. Uh, keep Herodotus from from making fun, <laughs> then yes. I think the only thing that he might get upset about is how important you look. Mm. <laughs> well, I must say, it does feel rather good. But you know that that's pointless because I don't feel anything in this robotic body. Oh, I miss the ocean. <sighs> like a dead pig in the sunshine. Very well, Cleo. Let's get this purchase over and done with. I bore of this place. Chop Kate! Chop Kate! A, a ditzy-looking droid totters in. It's wearing a lot of inappropriate clothing for a droid. Most notably, it's, it seems to be appearing to trying to wear some high-heeled boots. It's, it's just <laughs> awkward with its sort of little clawed droid feet. And it's got uh, several scarves. Well, several scarves and a jacket. <laughs> Tots over. I love everything about this. Peers at Dr. Z through its oversized sunglasses and states, Darling, you look marvellous. Oh, you see that, Dr. Z? I told you. I told you. Yes, well, I know I already look marvellous. This hat does nothing for me, but I'm going to buy it anyway. How much? And she's eyeing up the hat, looking it up and down. She says, for you, two credits. Two credits. What? Well, that's it? That sounds like a, a, a good deal for me. It's a second-hand I'll hat. And over two credits. Thank you very much. Also, do you have a rubber band I could buy to connect it? I don't want it slipping around on top of my... Well, I have a very large head. Let me see what's in my box of odds and ends. We'll make it worth it for you. Best you know that. Flipping through a a big old box, pulling out lots of coloured ribbons and holding them up suggestively. No, no, no. No, we can't ruin the understatement, the, the perfect understatement of this garment. Ah. And she finally pulls out a um, <laughs> a long stretched out piece of uh, 
high-tech, a g-string, elastic type material, and it is actually it's attached to some leather bust kind of thing. Fucking brilliant. Snips it off and assaults Doctor Z. I've got some um, ass she- string connecting my fucking hat to my head. <laughs> <laughs> And you can you can see once she gets close that actually two of her two of the fingers of her hand have been replaced with uh, the miniature sewing type machine. She's and quickly stitches the uh, the elastic onto the hat. While she's sewing, uh, busy doing that, I want to look to Cleo and say, Cleo, looking at this arm here reminds me. I have a great desire for the deet arm you have. I managed to steal one of his arms, but you have the much superior military grade arm in your possession. Uh, I would like to request that you allow me to fit it to my frame. Okay. Now, would you be interested in trading me for that other one that you have? This, this arm? You'd trade me for this arm. The other one? The, the, you know, I don't want to call it the bad one, but... Cleo, I would give you my broken arm and Dieter's old arm in exchange for this high-tech, military-grade, pretty amazing arm you've got there. (gasps) Oh, I mean, my the thing God, was Dietz's pride and joy. Baby, that arm is yours. <laughs> oh, Cleo, thank <laughs> you deal. so much. Don't never do worry about it. Don't never do. I really feel like it's going to bring out this entire ensemble. A couple of uh, back scratches, perhaps. We shall see. I will rip out my current broken arm that I've got connected to the fishbowl. <laughs> I mean, it's been broken for a long time, so there's no problem getting rid of it. It's just been there for symmetry. I'll rip that out and then also hand over Dietz's... Um, other arm that I cut off a few episodes ago. Yeah, hand those over to Cleo while I'm getting my face all stitched up. I'll hand that over. And then I'm going to attach the no- the two new arms that I got. Maybe I'll put them in my bucket for now. Sort of basic scrap. No, they're special, Dick. They go on top. <laughs> and do I need to roll to connect the arm to myself? It was not, not removed very well. It's... Uh, you're missing some key connectors, so you won't be able to just attach it like a plug-and-play. Oh. Like a brand new one off the off the rack. Can you get it put on when we go back to pick up Reese? I mean, you certainly could. All right, yeah. This is a droid town, so there's, um, yeah, there's, like, like custom shops everywhere. Dr. Z is now looking consciously for a repair shop of any kind to get the arm connected. I mean, given that the arm is on his mind, I'm going to say that Dr. Z noticed on the way in that there was two separate droid custom shops on either side of the entrance on the way in, looking like they were sort of competing with one another for business. It kind of looked as though both of them were like seriously playing off against one another. They had almost passive-aggressive signs of each one about the other. All right. Well, I keep that in mind. I'm not going to uh, insist that we do it right now. But across town... Uh, Herodotus is regaining some semblance of sobriety. All right, so coming inside, what do we see? What do we see? So as as Dilbert sort of opens the door and stomps in, and Herodotus comes in, waving a, uh, a an ignited shock truncheon. It's a bit of a, like a record scratch moment where the entire club looks around at him. Everyone stops what they were doing. It's not super busy, but there's like booming music, like a laser light show. It's quite a dim bar. All down the left-hand side, a big long bar where people are serving drinks and uh, and various uh, inhalants. And then down the center of the room, there's a long catwalk-like stage where all the light show is focused. There doesn't seem to be anyone dancing at the moment, however. Okay. And everyone just stops and looks around. And as you know, the music thumb thumble, th- thunders, um, you can see like one 
frightened looking member of the bar staff to scamper along behind the bar and pull down the volume. <gasps> Hearken to me, foul minions of the underworld, for I have been wronged in this here establishment and I need to have satisfaction. Will whoever stole my ovum step forward so I can administer upon you the righteous administration of retribution? <laughs> The entire room is sort of just frozen, lollygagging at Herodotus and um, and Dilbert <laughs> as they come in. <laughs> Dilbert's such a good name. I, yeah, I should write that down, actually. I don't, do not want to forget the name Dilbert. <laughs> Let me introduce myself, good people, for I am Herodotus. Uh, what's my middle name again? Arthurian. Arthurian. For my name is Herodotus Arthurian Mendelus III, and I have come from the <laughs> there's, there's like just a, a whole lot more silence and like the bar stuff you can see is sort of like melting back towards a back door but um there's a, a ruffling in the curtain there's a big red curtain behind the stage Thespa, the wraith monarch who is the owner of this establishment's head pops out of the curtain she comes out like Herodotus get back here what are you doing what am I doing what are you doing why did I find myself sleeping upon the sports field? I mean, I am a sportsman, but there has to be limits. And also, I thought I was enjoying the position as the honored guest of your establishment. How do I find myself abandoned in, 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 in possibly the suburbs? <laughs> I can explain it. Just come, come back here. Oh, yes, you would like that, wouldn't you? Get me on one-on-one -on -one and seduce some more of your foul potions into me, and then all of a sudden I'll be back out there snoring away like a baby on the field, I think not. I shall stay here among my new friends until you present me a solution to my egg-related problem and... Good day, sir! <laughs> Thespa emerges somewhat miserably from behind the curtain, jumps down off the stage and approaches Herodotus not not all the way, sort of like halfway up, looking around, cradling her face in her hands as she can see that she's losing so much business. There's people now, anyone who's on the other side of Herodotus, uh, between, yeah, who isn't between Herodotus and the door is sort of slowly edging along the wall and sort of escaping out of the situation. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Seeing people kind of slowly edging out, he takes out his pistol and fires a shot in the air. What? Everyone, <laughs> back to your drinks. I will have none of you scampering away. No, 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 no. Too easy. I've got my eye on all of you. If any of you takes a step out of line, my squire Dilbert here will deal with you summarily. And I do not mean that in the ancient history sort of connotation if you catch my drift. <laughs> Some of the people nearest the door is giving Dilbert a horrified look and he's doing like like a hand wave like and shaking his head like no 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 I'm not going to do anything as they run out the door anyway. Um, but uh, a lot of people are frozen in their tracks regardless. Dilbert! Thisper <laughs> is like watching like wild-eyed. Like, Stop unloading that damn thing in my bar. Look, I know where the egg is. I can I can tell you who has it, but You've got to stop shooting up the place. Oh, ha, ha, very funny. Unload. It's rich of you to tell me to halt my unloading after having so recently unloaded my day herself on yonder sports field. What do you say to that? You thespian. <laughs> thespian. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn thespians. Bloody thespians. <laughs> Look, do you want the egg or not? I don't have it here. It's, we didn't take it. Well, that, that's, that's strange. I mean, I was here, I had it. Then I was lured away and, 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 and dosed with some sort of foul concoction. Now I find my dear Ovum not just missing, but egg-napped. And all you can tell to me is some vague line about something or other. No, I will have the truth. I will have it straight. I will have it now. You will tell me the culprit is, and then you shall help me apprehend the proverbial sucker so that I can canister him. Or her. <laughs> this was sort of like looking around at the uh, the assembled patrons. You tell like she's like just groaning. Like she really doesn't want to say this in front of the customers. But somewhat left little option now hisses and leans in coming a bit closer to Rodgers. Fuck. The delivery man, Raskin, he took it. The delivery man? And I thought we could trust the mail service. Mm. <laughs> it seems no obstacle was great enough for he to bamboozle me. Very well. Now where do I find this Raskin, this ratskin son of a new good house paint? Where do I find him? It's, it's not that simple. You can't make a move on Raskin. He works for the, the big boss. Do you not know who I am? Do you not understand the gravity of my fury? <laughs> I'm going to start saying that in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand the gravity of my fury. <laughs> I shall call down hellfire upon him until he returns to me, my precious egg. You can see the real like a thought process going on with Thesper. She's possibly being won over to the, the concept of turning on whoever this boss, big boss that Raskin works for. Certainly, at least she, you know, was, was very in favor of this egg not being stolen away. What does he have over you? What does he hold that keeps you from joining me in my righteous crusade for justice? The, the boss runs everything around here. He's the, the mayor or the gang lord or whatever you want to call it. Uh, emperor. <laughs> well, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, f f force of habit, but if he's, if he's what is his, his position through martial order, an imperator, a, a, a successful general, no doubt. Anyway, we shall soon put an end to that, shan't we? <laughs> well, probably not. No one knows who the boss is. They, they could be anyone, they could be anywhere. But I can help you make a move on Raskin. So it could be you. And Raskin could be an unruly underling. I could be unwittingly helping you in in in, in creating a, in a stabilized uh, monarchonic force. How Raskin do, how, how, took how the egg, pulled his gun, and left. Yeah, but it might, might have been of your orders, Imperator. You might be playing the role, for I know you and your thespian ways. What can you give me as assurance? <laughs> I'll come with you. I'll help you get it back. That's all I can offer. Yeah, well, there's not much, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Consider me violently enthusiastic. <laughs> if you're going to do this, tell me you've got friends. Tell me you've got reinforcements to back this up. Because I mean, the two of us... Underlings, surely. We're not going to be making much noise. Speak for yourself. I've got artillery. Anyway, I will, I'll, I'll call up the infantry. Surely they'll come to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, we, we had the little radios between us, didn't we? Uh, 
<laughs> is that a ringer or what? That's a ringtone. That <laughs> <laughs> was so bad. You better fucking keep it. Yeah, I will, but that was, that Dan, was so every bad. Time, every time someone calls somebody, that's what happens. Exactly. <laughs> That was fucking dog shit. So, uh, Cleo, Cleo and Dr. Z. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> so harsh. I that thought was... it was a fine ringtone, Ricky. Don't listen to them. I mean, I, I have, to, just, I have to hear it back just, to really know. They're just jelly. I liked it. I think it was, it was very obviously a ringtone. Wasn't I don't know. It? Well, I, I didn't know what it was, so I just zoned out. Yeah, I guessed. I thought maybe it was a conversation between people, like a muffled like, talk, but then but then you did the same pattern twice, and I was like, okay, this is a ringtone. I thought it was just like a noise to simulate going back in time. Yeah. Like, See, now that's a good sound. No, I like the ringtone sound better than any sound we have. <laughs> I can't remember what I did now. Um, right. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll send it to you. <laughs> Cleo and and Doc Doc Z's radios ring ring a ding ding. What what does it sound like when they ring digging? <laughs> it sounds like this. <laughs> it sounds like this. The number you have called is not correct. Ah, <laughs> uh, look here, Cleo. Our shopping trip must must be interjected with Herodotus. Of course, he needs to see what we're up to. I'll put him on speaker, shall I? Big H. Why well, ain't going? I ain't going home. I ain't done. Crisis, doom, destruction. Prepare yourselves. The greatest undoing of this world has occurred, and we, brave few, must once again see battle with death. Yes, well, Herodotus, the thing is, is that we've had a very large lunch and we're also kind of stuck in a big shopping spree. We've spent a lot of money and we're not done yet. So, uh, is this really urgent? Oh, very well. You you take your time. You enjoy yourselves in your mad capitalist spree of vice and non-virtue. Harry! all the while, Harry! That poor, Harry! innocent creature. Harry! It's without protection, it's without hope, Harris. in darkness, in the clutches of evil men. All the while, you think of nothing but your carnal Harry. pleasures and happiness. Yes, I don't think bear. you can hear me. Harry, what do you need from the store? Is that what this is about? We, we'll get something for you if you want. If you want. Is that why you're upset? You need something from the store? What do you need why from the store? Why don't you just get me a clutch of eggs? He says, and he hangs up. <laughs> Oh, Cleo, <laughs> sounds like Herodotus is in trouble. I, I think he's well, just, I think we just need, he's hungry, I think. Don't he sound hungry? Let's grab him a few of those tentacles on the way back. I think you're right. <laughs> I know that that's the answer. He's just hungry. You know how he mm. gets. You know how he gets. I wouldn't mind a little bit more of that dipping sauce if we're going back, Cleo. Is <laughs> <No. laughs> it Szechuan? Yeah. <laughs> mm. It was kind of like pink and creamy. It was like Thousand Island dressing kind oh. of. Oh, yeah. I pictured like cocktails, cocktail sauce, cocktail sauce. Jesus, 
Do you think I have time to get another snack? Cleo, I think we have plenty <laughs> of time. Herodotus is a bit of a drama queen. Mm, that's what I thought. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> yes. How's this hat looking? I love this hat. I picked it out. I'll tell everybody. If you're going to wear it, you have to tell people I picked it. That's the deal. Well, there's no deal, Cleo. Let's go see what well, her body needs. Well, it is. And Cleo reaches out extravagantly, which knocks a couple things off the counter and offers to pay for the hat. Ah, big spender. The, the, two, the droid the two happily, yeah, credits. Ha- happily accepts the, the two credits. <laughs> <laughs> After Dr. Z put up two grand to, to do up the spaceship. Oh, Cleo, you really didn't have to do that. <laughs> anytime. Anytime, baby. Now, Cleo, I'm perfectly fine buying my own hat. Well, now, a friend's got to take care of a friend every now and then, if you know what I mean. Yes, well, I think it's up to us to go and take care of Herodotus now. Sounds like he's got himself in trouble. Otherwise, he wouldn't be asking Wait for a minute. help. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, Cleo. Wait a minute. Yes, Cleo. What if we, before we get to the ship... What if we buy something for the egg, too? Ooh, like another hat. A matching hat. Like a matching hat? A matching hat. That would be lovely. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Now that would be a beautiful thing. Oh, oh. I am just grinning like a possum eating a sweet tater. Would you please, shopkeep, assist us in finding a similar hat of about this dimension? And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of hand over some schematics for the, what I think the ovum looks like. The, the droid is just like full of glee. This is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll find one for your young one. Don't you worry. And she's like scrambling through the shop and <laughs> she manages to find an almost perfect, um, perfect hat for the egg. It doesn't quite have the same gold, but it does have a tassel, a red tassel on it. It's, it's <gasps> oh my God. much similar. Now, may I may be of a, a little bit of a nuisance, but uh, our young friend also has the unfortunateness of having a large head. Would we be able to get another rubber band to go? <laughs> to go all the way around the egg? Say no more. <laughs> and she, uh, oh, she's, wait she's till swiftly, Harry sees uh, it. He's going to be happy. Swiftly attaches the requisite stretchy material to the underside of the, the miniature hat. Now, oh, yes, this should cheer that old imperialist up. Oh, my God. Well, Cleo, what do you fancy? How do you fancy us arriving in style? Fancy driving us in your new wheels? It's going to rub it in so much. <laughs> I call shotgun. <laughs> that's, oh, brilliant. that's brilliant. That's so good. Herodotus well, is going to get there. They're going to be like sitting there, like, you know, they've assumed like a pose leaning against this shiny red car. <laughs> like, Here's a hat for the egg. Where is it? <laughs> Eating one of those fried tentacle balls oh, with my, my mobile turret. Mobile turret. Got my, my fucking new, new hat. Cleo and Dr. Z now riding in style in Cleo's uh, cherry red. Oh yeah. Sex yeah. mobile. Uh, Dr. Z now his his uh, superfluous arm has been just completely removed. So he's he's got an empty socket there at the moment, but he does have a very stylish hat on his head. Yeah. And um, when some lose yeah, some. Sort of just tucked yeah. tucked in the uh, tucked in the, um, the the glove box of the car. There's, there's a smaller version of that hat for Herodotus's egg. Mm. Um Cleo uh, Cleo's managed to with some assistance I'm going to have to imagine Get dressed into her bare armor. You don't know that. Wait, what? But they don't know what's going on yet, dude. 
they might not be getting armed bad. Maybe I want to wear it because it's new. Because it's new. Oh, I, right, I, right, I right. mean, I, I just imagine that Cleo's like got all her new stuff like out. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, that's just exactly drive what up, I'm about. Like, one, one paw on the steering wheel, like one paw hanging out the window. It's like oh, when a kid yeah. gets all their <laughs> new shit for school and they're like, let me wear every piece of it today. Fuck yeah. Whenever you buy new stuff, you always want to wear it. Yeah. Like Christmas morning, I always wear an odd outfit. Like if anyone's bought me any clothing, I'm just wearing it. Even if it doesn't belong together. No matter what. <laughs> That's the way you do it. No matter yeah. what. Like last Christmas I had like snakeskin trousers, but then like just a sort of a, like a weird like kind of a panel blouse at once. It was uh, That's pretty daring. Was, they, they did not match at all. I don't know that snakeskin trousers often do. Also snakes, that's got, that's, that's got to get pretty fucking sweaty pretty quick. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that sounds like a recipe for... for or swamp crotch pretty quick. Snake I mean, skin not trousers. Snake skin. Well, how snake am I supposed to know? You say snake snake. Well, it sounds so cooler, doesn't it? it sounds cool. <laughs> so we're I mean, here's the thing. You you don't know what's going on with Herodotus, or in fact where he is. Yeah. So where 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 are the other two bastards heading in Cleo's stylish new soccer mom van? Just towards Reese, I guess. Makes sense. All right, so in, in furious disgust, Herodotus kind of hangs up the phone. Then he throws it away and shoots. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what? I can, what? Why? I'm rolling it. I'm rolling a d20. A one. <laughs> oh my it bounces God. back and grazes him. <laughs> How, is this is this roll for the the throw or the shot? Oh, the, oh yeah, for okay. the throw first then. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. so tell me what happens. So tell okay. me what happens. All right. I mean, I... <laughs> it's a natural one. I don't know. You, you can't not. Let's roll. Let's roll the d100 and let's just get some scale on this failure. All right, I can do that. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Eighty-eight. Oh my god! I'm about to die. You'd better hurt yourself from the f- throwing your phone. It bounced up and hit you in the head. <laughs> Herodotus's particular um, communications unit is uh, a little bit archaic, but it's very, you know, like sort of robust, you know, good uh, earthen construction, military grade. It's sort of got like a, you know, almost like a roll cage on it. So it, it, do- it doesn't break just from being thrown against the wall. But unfortunately, Herodotus does fling it with significantly uh, more force than intended sails across the room in fact it looks like it's going to hit square in the head a poor barmaid who's uh still sort of looking stunned at the at the the goings on in the room okay does it hit her i don't know it is because herodotus was doing like a like a, a throw and shoot maneuver is, it, is he still gonna try and shoot it out of the air i think if he sees it flying off in somewhere where he's not intending for it then maybe he'll like would wait till it reaches the ground before sh- it was supposed to be dramatic but i think if it might be dramatic enough if he just throws it away and like oh my god you're horrible <laughs> <laughs> this is so dark it's an accident it's an so, act, i mean it's the, an act of fear the, the bulky the bulky um, communications device uh, sails across the room smacking the um the barmaid she's uh, a wraith just full in the forehead He's got like a right there. She has a, a, a carapace and doesn't really take any serious damage, but she's sort of like stunned and sort of just like falls 
falls back in, in shock as it rebounds off her head and just sort of flops onto the floor in front of the bar. Okay, Herodotus walks up to the, to the communicator where it's lying on the ground, standing right above it. He levels his gun and he says, uh, we're all alone. And he shoots it. <laughs> what the fuck, Herodotus? I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. This is so crazy. You guys, you, you, you guys laughed at him. You guys made fun when he was trying to explain to you that he had lost the egg. Now he feels like you've abandoned you, him at the moment of You crisis. didn't say that. I no, think. I was trying, I love and you guys, like, you guys were just fucking shoot, talking over him and not shoot, letting him fucking get his fucking... Shooting himself in the foot. Like, he's just like... <laughs> I think this, this, this scans. This seems like Herodotus' is is natural response to me. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's pretty... It's, it's pretty fucking nuts. It's pretty crazy. It's, you call someone out of the blue and, you know, be over the top. And then they say, hey, we're having a great time. What do you want us to get you? And then your response is you blow up your phone and throw it into a random person's <laughs> face. I think yeah, maybe. Sorry, Herodotus. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe this were is we on under you. Any, yeah, were we under any mis, um, um, I mean, misimpressions that he was a rational actor I mean, or anything? Fact, like, are you surprised by this? Really? The fact that he's all alone is entirely because because he's shooting his phone. That's the that's the beauty yeah, of that moment. This is so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I know. That's why it's great. So Herodotus has rolled uh, with his aiming modifier an eight, but uh, at at point blank shooting down, a, he, I mean, he's is is going to have to roll like a really seriously bad roll to miss, and he does in fact just blast the thing to pieces. <laughs> it seems to me. We are without support. This, this shall be a fight to remember. How are we going to find him? <laughs> How do, wait, did we know where he was or are we no, meeting in no, the ship? No, we didn't. No idea. No. But you, I mean, like, Dr. Z would be able to trace the last known location of his communicator and things like that. Like, it's not. Uh, okay, cool. Completely uh, out of. um. And I was back at the ship, so Reese oh. should have some inkling of where I am. Yeah, like Reese will know about the egg, and that that um, Herodotus claims to be going on a dangerous mission. <laughs> so there are breadcrumbs. Uh, okay, so Herodotus turns to Thespia. Thespa. Okay, so where do we go from here? Damn you! Follow me. And she starts striding towards the, uh, the the back room, like um, pulling the curtain to the side. Too late for that. He mumbles to himself and then follows. <laughs> and she's sort of, sort of talking a mile a minute, like almost just talking at Herodotus um, as she storms into her back office. Like, if you don't have any assistance, this is going to be a hard fight. But you seem to be a capable man, Herodotus. We can get you that egg back. I'm sure of it. He nods sagely. My brood are out there. Some of them keep an eye on on Raskin. I'm going to make a few calls. Like sort of roaming around the room, she sees you pull. Um, and she's, her, her back room is it's a very tidy little office. There's a sort of a low desk with a big comfortable chair with uh, four armrests for her four arms on it. It's a big, tall, strange throne sort of thing. But she uh, opens up a drawer in her desk and pulls out four energy blades, one for each, uh, one for each hand, mm. and sort of straps them at her side. On a wrist-mounted screen, she's been like tapping away, communicating... And her eyes widen up and she's like, right, seems like Raskin's moved up to his uh, usual compound in the desert. Yeah. I don't think he'll hold up there long, though. That egg's going to be serious business. He's going to want to get it off planet. 
You knew. You cannot let this happen. Also, you seem to be very prepared for this fight. It instills a great deal of comfort in an old warrior such as myself to see the logistics of battle, indeed the very lifeblood of war, so seriously taken at this establishment. Very good. Oh, it always pays to be ready to move on your enemies, Herodotus. Yeah, I have spies in position. Me. You see, in and the Odrysian campaign back in uh, Felnach, we indeed stole a march upon the Thelbians. That is why I do your name a bit before. Now, the clever bit was that when they extended their line for combat and outnumbered us, we did not have the men match their line. Therefore, we took inspiration from the old Vikings. I don't know if you know about the horrendous people from way back in the mists of history. We formed up in what is called... A boar's tusk formation, and we mowed right through them. <laughs> <laughs> Thispus seems to be completely ignoring this, this as she's uh, still frantically tapping away on the screen, looking about, grabbing miscellaneous pieces of equipment. She uh, straps a, a shield generator onto a uh, sort of a sh- shoulder-mounted piece of armor. And finally, looks over at this. Do you have transport? We're not going to be able to catch him out there at the compound on foot. Ah, indeed. I have my own personal ship, the uh, the plentiful Pendria, upon which we shall make swift work of any enemy, and also we shall be able to transport ourselves to the field of glory directly. Follow me. She sort of like looks over at the, the hulking form of uh, Dilbert, or Zebi as she knows them. You're fired. Are you coming? Dilbert, with me. You're hired. <laughs> Dilbert sort of like looking a little bit stunned and lost. His now former employer, the, the very fact that she's willing to like put so much on the line for this egg and that Herodotus feels so passionately about it, it's, it's really got him uh, caught up in the situation. He knows that he's on the side of right, Wait. and that's enough to, uh, to bring him along for the battle. Little does he know. <laughs> <laughs> Thespa leads the way out the side entrance, still frantically tapping away at her communications risk-mounted type device. It's like, all right, we have eyes on Raskin. Looks ah. like they're getting ready for some sort of combat. They probably know that uh, other people have been watching these events unfold. Let's hurry. Very good. Indeed. Do we have the time to uh, trek all the way to the hangars, or shall I try to... Oh, I don't know. Uh, attract attention hither and yon by use of modern artillery tactics. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I'm talking about blowing stuff up. <laughs> Let's hold off on the blowing stuff up for now, Herodotus. We may be able to get in and out. Oh, very well. I see you've taken control. And with that, Herodotus, yeah, uh, not moving particularly fast, but having reclaimed <laughs> his uh, his field gun, leads, leads the, uh, the, the tall and sort of quick and powerful Thespa, now armed with her four blades, the thudding, heavily armoured Dilbert, back towards the Grey Dragon where <laughs> they can find transport Hell yes, Raskin's compound in the desert. Noise. Noise. Fantastic. Well, th- thank you everyone for another glorious installment of the Backwater Bastards in Space. Thank you for in us in space. space. Aha! Not a vibe! <laughs> <laughs> it's
it's a me. Thank you, everyone. And uh, thank you to our Patreons. Eric B. Rhodes. The B is for beautiful. <laughs> the B is for Bragtacular. Yes, Eric B. Rhodes, also Fernando Garcia, who the station Garcia that we are on is named for. Cheaper by the Dungeon, an amazing podcast that you can check out by the very same name on any audio device that you use. Lucas Duff, DM from Ballad of the Seven Dice, another great show you can check out on any podcast gathering device. And finally, Marcus Brackelman, the most amazing Brackelman there is. <laughs> Thank you to our I patrons there. I want to count your dice. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, if you want to support us or help the show grow, then you can do so by leaving us a review on iTunes. And if you want to send us your spare energy credits, then you can do that as well by following the Patreon link in the show notes or heading on over to backwaterbastards.com where you can see fan arts and all other nice, interesting things from the show. Cute pics. Where you can see fan art and and farts. <laughs> yeah. And most importantly, you can help us with these these podcast hosting bills because uh, right. we're very thankful for any assistance yeah. that keeps this thing up. Yeah, we really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. And thank you to our patrons because, uh, yeah, they, they help it and, and keep the show going. And so, uh, yeah, That's really, true. really appreciate them. That's true. Tune in next week. For uh, I really I said like that this one was another exciting installation. I've got to come up with um some uh, some other words. It's okay to repeat yourself. I've got to thesaurize the shit out of this. For one. another ball tingling episode of the backwater bastards in Backwater bastards, the heavy artillery day. Well, <laughs> see ya. Tune in next time for another edge-of-your-seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. <laughs>